You're watching Profile Pod TV with Double A. And always remember to take it easy. Welcome to Profile Pod TV. I'm your host, Double A, back for another spectacular, splendid episode of the pod. As you can see, we're in a different uh, location here, and we're in the Profile Pod TV studios, man. For the first time ever, the inaugural episode uh, with my man here. Before we introduce our guest of the evening, I just wanted to uh, say that I'm excited about this. I'm uh, really, really happy to have uh, an in-studio guest face-to-face here on the Profile Pod. So, uh Welcome, welcome. Uh, and don't forget, we are on the Social Nostra Network as well. Many, many podcast types for you to, to, to check out. We have a, very, a variety. You know, if you're into sports, if you're into lifestyle, uh, if you're into Hollywood, into entertainment, check us out, man. It's, uh, again, a lot of variety. So we're really excited about the, uh, being on the Social Nostra Network, which, by the way, we have a, 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 an announcement Well, we announced it in the past but i just want to remind everybody that we are on roku if you have a roku player check out pod tv ladies and gentlemen you can see the social nostra network podcasts there's six of six or seven of us on there check us out and uh you won't be disappointed man so it's yet again another um platform for you to 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 check us out on that so uh, if you're looking, if you're an aspiring guest and you want to be on a, a podcast that's exciting, that's going to get you a, a significant amount of exposure. Maybe you have a, a, a song that you want to promote. Maybe you have a, a short film. Maybe you're a small business. Maybe you're another podcaster. Check us out. You will get significant exposure. So hit me up in the DM if you want to be on Profile Pod and you know appear on Pod TV as well as IGTV and YouTube. So with that being said, let's bring it. The man of the hour, he's come all the way from the 818. He is uh, doing a lot of big things with, with the his uh, platform. It's um, I, I had the pleasure of being on his podcast about a couple months ago, and uh, that was a lot of fun because uh, you know I was in studio, and I happened to be his first guest coming back from uh, COVID. So that was really exciting to do that. So um, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please welcome Mike. Guest from Valley Views Radio Olin, Mr. Hector Perez Roman. How are you, brother? Yes, yes. Well, first of all, thank you, Double A. Thank you for that introduction. Thank you for, uh, yeah, just having me here. I'm, I'm doing great, especially now that I'm here with you in studio, profile pod here. Uh, and uh, yeah, just feel really excited and blessed. Um, I also feel really full. Uh, for so many reasons, uh, one because we're sharing this space together, but also because we just have some bomb enchiladas. Come on now, with the um, shrimp in the enchiladas, never had that before. I, I feel like I'm I ate a little piece of heaven right now, right here. You know? Oh no, yeah. Big <clears throat> shout out to the wifey Samantha, my beautiful wife. Uh, yeah, she she hooked it up, man. And she really did. I will make sure that you, she gets those compliments. And uh, no, thank you, man. And, and yeah, it's exciting, man, to have you here. Because, uh, like I just mentioned, you know, we weren't uh, too far away from your, from our, my appearance on your, yeah. on your platform, which I had a blast. By the way, nice hat, man. I like, I like the thank hat. Thank you, thank you. You know, 
Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and man, I'm seeing you doing your thing. You're doing a lot of things in, in the community. You're out uh, doing spot interviews. You're you're uh, recording uh, very frequently, man. Uh, give us a little snapshot. At, at, Tell the people exactly what, what your platform is all about, man. Yeah, yeah. So um, our platform's called uh, Valley Views SFV. And uh, the things that we do, first of all, we, we are a um, 100% uh, community radio. So we are public radio. We're, uh, you know, FCC approved. We are on uh, our call letters are KROJ. And, uh, you know, we are here in the San Fernando Valley. We broadcast out of our antennas are out in Panorama City. Uh, and, yeah, we broadcast over the airwaves uh, in the San Fernando Valley over the uh, 101.5 FM frequency. And But, of course, we also archive all of our shows, so uh, we do convert those into podcasts as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're just really trying to just uh, Valley Views itself, just like KROJ. We're just really trying to uplift uh, stories of individuals, organizations, people, movements that really have a positive impact in the San Fernando Valley and beyond because there's a lot of connections to the Valley, even folks that might not live in the Valley. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just really just blessed to be able to have that platform and uh, really grow it intentionally with others and being able to, you know, highlight like people like you, Double A, and, um, you know, so many other folks uh, over the last uh, about uh, almost, not quite two years, but almost. I started back in December of 2019. Wow, that, yeah, that's impressive, man. You, you've only been at it, not, like you said, no more, not even two years yet, and you've come a long way, man. Uh, do you feel that way? Like, 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 if you look back at your starting point to this moment, you know, how, how is that contrast? Describe how, how you feel about that contrast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely been a growth, you know, uh, and learning experience. It's been a big curve at times, you know, a learning curve to uh, overcome. And I, I mean, I'm still learning every day, right? Like new things and new ways of innovating. But yeah, there's definitely uh, from day one in the studio, right? When you, you press that button and you go live, uh, you know, at that point, it's like you're live on air. So there is no, um, you know, repeat because, you know, life's a little different. Uh, and so uh, in that sense, uh, just learning, you know, learning how to um, not only speak on radio, which is very different than, um, you know, other types of platforms, but also more importantly than that, really listening, actively listening to the guests. Uh, and so it's, it's just been a trip, right, to be able to get that good dynamic going. And so, of course, the first couple of times, I was probably just as nervous as the guests I was bringing in, right? <laughs> except except <laughs> I was like, I was pretending like I knew what I was doing, but I was like, actually, I don't. I'm just pressing buttons and talking, you know? Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, after, you know, so I remember those couple of days, uh, a couple episodes like that versus now when I come into the studio, I already have this vision and mission for like that day that I prep. And, you know, I just, you know, it's a little clockwork, but also still being innovative. And, um, you know, now it's it's interesting to see the guests come in and I could see a little bit of myself in them as far as like that that nervousness, but also like, oh, cool, we're in a radio studio, you know? Um, but I think that's what keeps me going too, though. It's like seeing that excitement from them when they come in, now that, you know, we're having guests back uh, in the studio. But yeah, it's been a big growth, man. I mean, it, it's been a trip, like from, like I said, that day one to now. And also our equipment has changed. We, you know, we've kind of improved a couple things here and there. So even even just that, having uh, you know headphones that um, um, are working well properly from mics that work well, um, and so yeah, it's just really beautiful to see that growth, uh, not just for myself, uh, the show, but also just for KROJ too. Yeah, no doubt, man. It's 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 cool to to look back and see. I mean, it's personally, man. I'm like when I look back, and I'm not trying to 
put myself on a on like oh I'm this expert now you know because I'm learning I'm learning every day honing my craft every day you know it's kind of but uh, but even looking back three to six months now man I'm like right I think we talked about it on, yeah, on your seriously. episode yeah it's just like wow man it's it's almost like embarrassing you know like for myself you know it's just like wow I've come a long way and it's, it's crazy you know hey, what about the, I wanted to ask you man because you do a lot of interviews man right right. So, but now the tables are turned, right? Yeah, this is a trip, by the way. This is a trip. How, how many times have you been a guest now? Uh, and, and also, um, how, what's the, how do you find the dynamic, you know, different? What, what's different for you as being the get, right. being the guest as opposed to the interviewer? Yeah, yeah, um, definitely different. I, I mean, I've had, um, I believe I've interviewed over like, uh, you know, two hundred and twenty-five individuals. Uh, you know, I've had seventy. Uh, six actually episodes that I just wrapped up this past uh, week and so yeah like being on this side and you know just it's different because one um, I don't have to ask the questions I'm just like waiting for you you know I'm just waiting for you and going going along the ride which is awesome so in that sense it feels really good <laughs> but also um, yeah it's a it's a you know it's definitely like a skill right it's like a different skill different tool set if you will when it comes to like how you speak versus that active listening and so for here, I just knew I, I was going to come and have a really dope conversation with you. Um, and, I, you know, I'm just here on the ride with you to, like, take it wherever you want to go. And so there wasn't too much prep because I'm just like, double A is just going to go ahead and, like, do this. And I'm just going to, you know, uh, follow your lead. So in that sense, that's the big difference that, you know, I'm not having to prep, you know. And, uh, yeah, it just feels good, though, to be on the other side because I think it's also important to, like, see other folks in action like this, like yourself. Um, and, you know, obviously I, I, I follow, um, you know, you as well. And like we talked before, right? Like I, I try to learn from everybody, including you. So it's kind of nice to see you here in action, you know, as well, you know? There's so many things going at play right here, right? Right. right, now, right? No, it's, uh, it, yeah, like, I, for, again, you, you hit it on the head, you know, because I've been on your your platform, you interviewed me, and now, again, now here the, the tables have turned, literally, and uh, it's just a lot of fun, man. It's it's a growing process, man. It's a never-ending yes growth process, right? And uh, I'm I I have to continue to remind myself to uh, to really you know do that professional development, man. To right. Watch other podcasts, interviewers, you know, yourself included. Um, I like to look, go back and look at like Johnny Carson, mm -hmm. uh, Ed Cavett, go. Howard yep. Stern, guys like that, man. You know who are doing it on grand, super grand exactly. scales. You know. That, and are that's kind of, are, are funny, you the same? Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, just just a couple of days ago, um, and I do this a lot, but I was watching Hill Hauser because you know um, I was even looking at his mic place placement because you know if you guys go and uh, you know check out uh, our stuff on Valley Views SFB, um, you know when I do a lot of these on the spot interviews, um, I like to do it kind of like that old school way where you know I still have like my, my mic in hand and like talk to folks like that one because you know it's really good like to pick up that audio yeah. but I personally also like that nostalgic kind of way of like interviewing folks and interacting with them in that sense but you know at the same time I was like you know um, I, like do I have my mic like is this good or is this not uh, you know when I go back and look at the video uh, footage as we're doing the edits and all that I'm like, well, you know, if I had the mic over here instead of this way, like you could see a little bit more. Like, you know, I'm like really into the details, of course, and trying to put out some good quality stuff out there. So, you know, yeah, so I started studying a little bit of uh, Hugh Hauser because he's done all kinds of uh, stuff when he was on uh, PBS. And so, um, 
I was just looking at even little things from like how he asks questions to how he interacts to even just a simple thing that seems simple, but then it just kind of comes natural after a while how to do it. Um, even mic placement, you know, when you're interviewing folks. So yeah, I do that all the time with him, uh, uh, Tavis, uh, Tavis Smiley as well, and oh, yeah. others where, um, you know, I like to see how folks kind of interact uh, with others and you know from the way they speak to the way they ask questions to the way they interact so yeah I, i'm definitely a, a student of the craft absolutely man you got to be man I, and i don't care what walk of life you're in hector right if you're a you know a painter whatever whatever right. you, you got to constantly hone your craft learn you know professional development <clears throat> it's, it's it's you got to continue to sharpen that that sword right that skill um and, and like you just you just gave me a tip man mic placement like i I, haven't, I don't think i've thought about that bro it's like when, you, yep. when you're out doing a spot interview um i, I like to use the the lavalier mics yep, yep. a lot you know i've seen the, that the, i've seen you in action with those <laughs> <laughs> you know just in keep fact, it I simple you, remember i even sent you some other stuff i was like hey you might want to try this you know <laughs> you did bro and i, I, I haven't forgotten about <laughs> that i definitely got to check that out man but i, I kind of want to get into your your background a little bit yeah yeah Hector, how I'm an open book. Ask me any questions you want. Oh, in that case, <laughs> right? Well, maybe not any questions. <laughs> <you know? laughs> right, right, right. You're, 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 uh, this is something that with Valley Views, it yeah. kind of uh, stumbled upon you, uh, maybe, or you stumbled upon it, kind of fouling your lap a little bit. Yep, talk, yep. talk about that, uh, how everything kind of came to fruition for you in those initial stages, bro. Yeah. I mean, definitely one thing um, that, you know, if for those folks that know me, you know, uh, even prior to this, Valley Views. Um, you know, I'm definitely a social butterfly, you know, uh, I could walk into pretty much any room and, and, you know, talk to folks. And, um, so I think that in general is probably what led me to this, you know? Uh, so folks, folks that I know that, you know, we've known each other since like undergrad and stuff like that. Um, there was, uh, one particular individual with big shout out to Angel Cervantes. He's on the uh, KROJ radio board. And when they were first starting up, cause you know, this is a big vision of, of uh, Francisco Javier Verdin, the president of KROJ. And it took, you know, over five years to get the FCC license. But finally, when that came to fruition, they're now looking for, uh, you know, radio talent, right? Like to go out and actually uh, start shows and programs. And so um, I had run into my buddy Angel at a, uh, uh, just a college reunion, you know? And we were just uh, hanging out and uh, it was like more of a alumni event to meet like the actual uh, current students and, you know, we're just there chilling, like talking and catching up a little bit. And he's like, yo, bro, like you would be really good to have like a radio show. Like I got this radio platform, blah, blah, blah. We just started. We don't even have any shows. My show's going to be the first one. And uh, it'll be dope if you have one. And I was like, let me think about that. Because uh, definitely when I commit to something, I go all out 100. So if I know I can't do that, I'm not going to just say yes to just say yes. So, yeah. you know, I thought about it. And uh, he, he had some ideas for like maybe what type of show I should do. And I was like, well, I don't want to be boxed into one particular type. Uh, and so that's when the idea came to me. Well, what if, you know, I have a show related to not a ex expertise that I'm currently in, but like where, in fact, I just kind of go and highlight other folks and their expertise and uplift their stories and shine a light on them. And so to me, that's that's kind of like the idea that kind of sparked that I gravitated towards. And, um, you know, before you knew it, um, you know, I was sitting with the rest of the uh, radio board and uh, um, pretty much throwing out my pitch for my show. And they were like, ah, like, I want it in an hour. I just wanted one hour. <laughs> They're like, you know, these, these are the slots we have. Like, you, you pick from these. Uh, you got dibs 
Um, and then my buddy's like, no, you know what? You really should have two hours. Like, trust me, one might not be enough, but I was like, how am I going to be able to get content for like, you know, uh, two hours uh, every Sunday, right? And before you knew it, um, I was like, you know what? All right, you know what? Let's just go all out. So we were like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to go with two hours. And like I said, 76 episodes later, here I am, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. 76 episodes. That's, uh, how does that feel, man? When, when, you, when you, re- you kind of dwell on that, you think, you think about that, uh, what goes through your mind? You know, it's a trip because, uh, you know, that's those 76 episodes so far, um, I could literally picture just like you, like every single guest that I've had on that show, you know, because uh, every episode, you know, I bring in guests just like you. Right. And uh, it's all about that. To me, it's it's not the Hector show. Uh, Valley Views is really like bringing in the guests to give them that platform yeah. to tell their story. So to me, it's like it, it makes it just fills my heart with joy. And also, um it goes it, it gives me I, i'm really honored for this because it gives me like an insight into like just the the dynamics of the san fernando valley and beyond because you know i definitely interview folks that are um not necess- that are not from the valley um but it, it's like this explosion this renaissance that i'm seeing like transformative uh, in the valley with so many dope individuals that are doing just some really amazing dope stuff throughout the valley whether it's in the arts and politics yeah. uh, business world etc and it just brings a lot of hope and joy to me to be able to interact with all these folks and and seeing the love of course from our uh listening viewership as well uh so yeah it just makes me feel really happy you know in short <laughs> yeah no that's a that's a that's a beautiful thing man it, it, what you're doing and and yeah we have we sim- obviously we both podcast uh, you know similar you know we bring on guests and and all that and it's it's beautiful it's beautiful and and speaking of the valley in and of itself man the valley is just, just a hotbed for everything you just mentioned obviously you know athletes artists you know, politicians uh you know authors filmmakers just everything that you, any across the board oh yeah no doubt it's a, it's a beautiful place man the valley it's a very unique place you know i have my my ties my cal state northridge Go Matadors, That's right, woo, woo. right, and uh, and if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, you were also like on uh, one of that last uh, Matador football team too, right? We were. I was on That's the right. very last. There team. it is. 2001 uh, was the last season, and unfortunately, uh, I don't. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of, you know, it's kind of a sour thing where I can't really go back and to the right. alumni game or homecoming or you know or or see that you know, but I have to kind of go to my junior college for that there you go you're, you're, it's like a Al, Al Bundy moment right you busted <laughs> Al Bundy right there yeah, yeah. So yeah in my heyday yeah <laughs> back when I was <laughs> right right yeah yeah no doubt man no doubt and but but you know again you know and I've and I've collaborated with uh many folks from from the oh, valley yeah. man and you know and I can go on the list goes on including yourself obviously and then some future collaborations that are, are coming up here and uh with some some individuals but uh, but yeah, man, talk a little bit about, um, so you, you, going back to, you know, what we're, t- we're saying about how the initial stages, everything came about for Valley Views. Um, you know, you were, you were nervous your first couple episodes and then now you're, you're just like, you're just like, like a pro now, man. You're an expert now, man. I'm oh like, man. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't say that, but I'm definitely, um, yeah, like I said, I'm just, you know, every day, every time I come into that studio. Um, I definitely have this vision of what I want to do and it definitely, you know, and, and, and it's great to hear that from others, um, you know, um, 
because I'm all about you know uplifting others. But it, um, you know, I get I get messages from folks that uh, really resonate with the things that I'm doing, and and it's not just me. You know, we got different folks, including someone behind the scenes right here, you know, as well. So, you know, we're j I'm just trying to build a, a, a crew, right, what I'm calling the Valley Views crew. And um, so, yeah, it just feels really good to, you know, uh, be able to uh, use some gifts and talents that I have and, you know, put them to this use of a platform that helps others out. And so that that's really what it's all about for me. And so uh, it's pretty dope, you know, I get to do this on, on Sundays. Um, and, uh, you know, I set my own schedule uh, as far as that, you know, like scheduling with uh, guests. And it's great to, you know, have so many folks now reaching out, right, and wanting to be on our platform as well. Um, and, and it's constantly evolving. So in that sense, it's just been a, a wild ride that I, I was not expecting to, you know, have done. If you had asked me this back in like mid-2019, that, that wasn't even a in the radar at all you know not at all you know yeah that's that's amazing man you know because i've been doing this since uh january of 2019 right so on. you know two and a half years a little over two and a half years now and yeah it's the same thing brother same thing you know it's amazing how far the, the journey has taken me and uh just getting to meet me uh, you know amazing people amazing people man you know um and so hector you know going back to you know your you grew up in uh, Echo Park. That's right. Let's take a little Park. bit about. Let's get to know Hector a little sure, bit more. Sure. You know, a little. You know, who is Hector? Hector right, right. Perez Roman. There you go. Yep, yep. Well, I got to tell you, it's 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 a trip because um, you know I always love to tell this story too because it, it's part of my my own journey, right? But um, my parents had actually um, right before I was born. I'm taking it way back now. Okay, Pro profile uh, okay. double A here, uh, but. <laughs> Hey, might as well, right? We're profiling it here. That's right. But it was a trip because um, my parents ended up, uh, they were going to get a job out in, uh, they had this contract for a job out in Alaska. And so um, I ended up uh, uh, going down to Mexico and being raised out there uh, by my grandmother, you know? Which part and, of Mexico? Uh, Tepic, Nayarit. Uh, right on the uh, west coast there beautiful uh beaches uh jungles uh you know amazing food and you know like uh, one of the most amazing people you'll find you know in the on the planet but uh no no bias there right but uh <laughs> but uh so yeah so you know i was i was uh, pretty much uh uh born and raised down there for about you know about four years um and you know when i was about three and a half I, it's when i say like i finally met my parents you know so they were out there for uh, a little longer um than they expected but you know it kind of worked out and uh so anyway uh, eventually you know they went from uh, alaska to washington oregon california and then we finally you know settled out in uh, um uh, echo park okay and so it was a trip uh i mean i love echo park we grew up in this beautiful um small little um uh street there that had a bunch of uh, old victorian homes you know and uh you know a lot of like historical homes and things of that sort and it was just a trip trippy neighborhood that had a variety of folks from recent immigrants to folks that had been there forever to like uh you know we had filipinos in the house we had uh, chinese we had it, it was just a beautiful mix of so many folks so for me uh, you know, being uh, raised out there in Mexico, coming to this place was exciting, you know, because uh, there was so much 
different things that I had never experienced before like that. So I love Echo Park. Echo Park still has like this big heart, uh, you know, uh, that just kind of my heart always gravitates towards Echo Park, you know. Uh, but yeah, I grew up out there and, uh, uh, you know, did all my schooling out there. Graduated from Belmont High School, uh, class of 96. Woo, woo, let's go That's set right. nose, you know. And uh, yeah, it was, just had a really good time. In fact, uh, some of my best uh, buddies are... Um, from Echo Park, in fact, we just had a celebrated someone's wedding uh, who, you know, was a high school buddy as well. So, yeah, it's it's always been Echo Park in many ways has been all about the friends and family. It's just like one big, like, community of family, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so it, it was dope. And then after that, I moved out to Eagle Rock uh, and uh, eventually, little by little, made my way out to the valley. Uh, <laughs> you know, my, my wife was uh, born and raised out there and... Uh, uh, eventually that's where I went, you know, and, uh, you know, at first the Valley was definitely not like, um, like the place I thought I would end up at right. because I was like so used to that hustle and bustle. And now I go to the Valley and, uh, you know, I, I'm not used to like hearing like noises at like, I'm, excuse me, I'm used to hearing noises at night. Now I go to the Valley and it's like, there's no noises. Yeah. Everything's quiet. Like my street, no one really parks down my street. So I'm like, well, like. This is this is bizarre. This is weird. I want some noises at night, you yeah, know. Yeah. So it took a little while to get used to the valley, and now I I love the valley, you know. Yeah. I mean, my show's called Valley Views now. <laughs> Come on now, baby, you know. <laughs> no doubt, man. No doubt. You know, in, in the valley, that that's the cool, interesting part about the valley, right? Because you, you have that you have that suburban flavor, right? Uh, a suburban setting, and then but then you do have like in the industry. Oh yeah, you'll, you'll have uh, you know some uh, urban areas. Oh, right? big time, big time. Uh, you know, it, it's an interesting place, man. That's why I've always been fascinated with with, with the uh, with the valley, man, because of, because of that, you know, because the, the 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 landscape. Yep, yeah. Yep. Landscape is so unique. Uh, coming from my, you know, myself coming from Inland Empire, um, I have I see a lot of similarities, you know. When I first, when I was going to Cal State Northridge, CSUN, I noticed that, you know, I noticed that, oh, wow, this is, this is a suburban here, quiet, you know, tree, right, tree right. lined street. And then, but all, you know, and then you have your high rises and, you know, Woodland Hills, you got yep, yep. all these different industry, but, uh, but yeah, man, that's a, it's an interesting thing, man. What, so growing up in those areas, man, you know, Echo Park and, yep, yep. and, and uh, you know, Eagle Rock and those, those areas. Um, how do you think they molded you, bro? For how do you think they shaped you? What kind of influence did they have oh, yeah. for you um, now, as you know, as a grown man and you know into adulthood, man? Can you talk yeah. about a little bit of those oh, yeah, uh, sure. qualities, man? Yeah, you know, I, I gotta say, like, I, I just honor all the folks out there because, really, I mean. You know, there was times where, you know, I was running with some crews. I, I helped to start some crews out there, you know, and, uh, um, you know, we were getting into some some crazy trouble at times. Heck you know? no <laughs> way, bro. <laughs> right? And so uh, it was interesting because... Um, Not active. Uh, right? Never, never. Uh, but um, so I think one of the big things that I learned is how to be both, like, book smart and street smart, you know, and, uh, you know, big shout out to all the homies out there, you know, uh, the 213 crew. Um, and because it, w it was, yeah, you, you definitely have to uh, learn to be resourceful and uh, survive. Uh, and also, you know, in, in many ways, being able to interact with so many different folks and being able to be in different kind of uh, settings and being able to survive in those settings um, and also thrive in certain settings. Right. And so, yeah, there was there were some times where let's just say ninth grade year. 
um, ninth grade year was all about, um, uh, for me, not going to school. You know, it was just like, it was like, uh, you know, uh, as we would call it DP, right? Ditching party after ditching party, right? And, and I don't know what that is. Right? <laughs> Flyer parties. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, but I've heard they're called DPs, you know? Uh, but yeah, so it was like one of these things where, you know, I was being pulled in other directions. Um, and then, um, you know, but eventually, uh, once in a while, I would go to school just to check in on people. Like, hey, how you guys doing over here, right? Uh, and then it was like, uh, come to me, the teachers were like trying to check up on me. Like, whoa, you're, you're here, what's going on? But um, yeah, um, you know, so there was a little bit of that. Uh, but then eventually, what I, what I really, I think, also learned is that, you know, um, not only do you earn respect, but then you also um, learn to give it to others, too, because, um, you know, eventually I got caught up with that. And, you know, I was on some crazy, crazy strict rules um, and, you know, ended up uh, going from literally straight fails my ninth grade year to uh, straight A's 10th grade year. Really? Um, but but w- what I mean by that respect is that uh, that crew that, you know, we kind of grew up together, um, you know, they respected that, that I wanted to go back. You know, it wasn't like this thing of like, no, you got to stay with us. You know, they, they kind of respected like the fact that I wanted to go in a different trajectory. And, you know, I kind of, um, you know, uh, also respected their decisions. Uh, and uh, it, w- it was like mutual respect for each other, you know, uh, in that sense. So, um, you know, that's another big thing I, I kind of learned just living in Echo Park is that, you know, you um, there's still ways to support each other. Even though, you know, our journeys and our, and our paths sometimes, you know, end up kind of really, you, you know, you get these forks in the road, right? And you end up uh, going in uh, and splitting up in different directions. Um, and it's really nice now as an adult to be able to uh, hook up and link up with uh, some of my old homies like that because, you know, now we're grown, right? And we kind of uh, have different perspectives in life. And uh, so in that sense, we kind of appreciate those moments. And we're, we're actually glad that, you know, um, you know, we're, we're here, right? We're here together, being able to reflect back on, on those moments back then, right? <laughs> but yeah, bro, it was it's kind of a trip, Echo Park in that sense. That's why I always have love for Echo Park as a whole, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. So, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, the piece where you get to know people, you know, resourcefulness and, and then the people piece, you know, I, uh, being in the military and playing college football, going to college, and just I realize now, man, all of that, you know, all of that was a prologue leading up to, you know, all of this. And, and now I feel like uh, it was an education. It was an education. Getting oh, big to, time. Just knowing, getting to know people, man. Word. You know, knowing people. And I think that's a, that's a very, very crucial skill, man. And, and doing this as a podcaster, you know, reading body language, nonverbals, uh, you know, personalities trying yep, to yep. mesh with and click with other personalities that you probably normally wouldn't wouldn't in everyday life but you know you could kind of adjust your your um, your personality your your demeanor to, to mesh with that other person's yeah yep. you know what I mean I, I don't absolutely. know that do you find yourself kind of do you feel me in that way oh yeah oh absolutely it's kind of like uh, you know it, it's it, it's part chameleon I would say and and you just become very adapted right to the situations at hand and and you know you got to be flexible um and so i think once you kind of uh could master some of those uh particular elements 
you know, I feel like you could thrive in any type of environment, right? So, yeah, it's just, exactly. um, yeah, being able to read, read the room uh, and redirect. And, uh, yeah, and also I think the other big thing is, um, you know, and I, I try to be as intentional as I can with this, um, but just kind of live in the moment. Like, even right here, right now, like, I'm, I'm really just soaking, soaking it all in, right? And it's not like this, like, a process of, like, I just got to go through these steps. But um, I think when you really just live in the moment and really appreciate, like, and be present, um, you know, for me anyway, it just becomes more natural to really uh, be able to, yeah, just be able to talk to folks and, like I said, like, adapt and things of that sort, you know? But, yeah, then you're just chilling. Like, you feel like, and that's just like a chameleon because you can just be anywhere and you chill, like, because you can be part of that space, you know? Oh, but, you know, I'm laughing. Hopefully, hopefully I'm not being a chameleon here and, like, blending in with the Profile Pod <laughs> TV over here, you know, like, woo! I can't see you, bro. <laughs> right? It's funny you saying that word chameleon, man, because uh, when I was in the Navy, uh, I, I used to hang out with everyone. Uh-huh. You know, I'd hang out with the, uh, you know, the, the, the Latinos, you know, the black guys, the white guys, everybody, like yep, the Filipino yep. guys, different cliques, you know, different crowds, different groups. And then people start, the people that I would work with, you know, in the work center, direct, you know, the people I'd work with directly, they tell me, man, you're, you're like a social chameleon. They would tell me that. And then fast forward a whole different life, right? When I was in uh, college and playing um, football, same thing, man. I'd hang out with all the, everyone, all the yep, different yep. different guys and different, uh, you know, cultures, ethnicities on the team. And people would, call again, call me, man, you're like a social chameleon, man. And that's a, that's a true story, man. True story. Uh, what a coincidence. Hey, what a co- hey it's, it's just funny. Two, it's just two chameleons you're having fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all it is. You know? I know. <laughs> Now we're we're both gonna just fade out right here, blend in. (laughs) You know what I mean? Everyone's gonna be like, "Hey, what happened to them?" You know? (laughs) You're just gonna see two mics right here. That's it, and And our voices are gonna be there. Yeah, that's right. That's right, man. Yeah, man. No, no, that's great, man. I think it's. uh, I think life is is uh, the greatest teacher. You know, experience is such a great teacher uh, for for wisdom and, and, and and you know, knowing getting to know people and all that good stuff, man. Uh, were you an athlete back in the day? Did you play any sports? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That? Actually, yeah. I um, uh, In high school, actually, I, I did play. Um, it was a trip. Like, my my ninth grade year, when I was going, you know, I, I played football. I was a cornerback, you know, uh, number 21. Oh, I thought you played lineman, bro. Uh, yeah, you know. Well, you know what? In, in Echo Park at Belmont, probably, you know. <laughs> it wasn't like a lot of us were that big, you know. Uh, but um, And then I also played volleyball. I played baseball. Um, and then uh, just more for fun, um, played a little tennis as well. Oh, nice. Um, and so, yeah, sports were, were always just like um, uh, the thing. You know, I, I also coached, uh, you know, I, I used to coach uh, uh, basketball at the high school level, at the JV and varsity level as well. So, um, yeah, you know, sports is just has always been one of these things, too, that, um, you know, has helped, like, balance things out. And, you know, um, and I, I personally love playing, um, of course, like team sports more than individual sports. It was just a thing to do, you know, uh, for all kinds of reasons, of course, but uh, the, the social part. But, you know, I've always liked kind of being part of teams and, uh, you know, contributing and then seeing what others have to give too, right, um, as well. And, um, yeah, so playing sports was always dope. I, you know, I got to tell you, um, quarantine has definitely uh, kicked my butt when it comes to that, you know. Um, so I got to get back on, you know, what I haven't done a lot that I really miss is getting back on that basketball court, you oh. know. I miss that, you know. So, um, in fact, yeah, I used to have a, a, a group. We used to, you know, ball out a lot. And 
you know, we, we haven't been able to do that. So, you know, it's something that at some point, hopefully looking forward to doing that again, you know, just balling out again, you know? Oh, yeah, of course, man. Yeah. Basketball, all that, you know, football. Yeah, that's great, man. You played corner. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. What about, uh, what were some early musical uh, influences? Like, who, 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 what CDs did Hector oh, have back in 96, 95? Who, who well, were you I'm listening tell to? You, it wasn't just CDs. I had, I had some, uh, I had some cassettes too. In, oh, yeah. In fact, check this out. Um, and I'll tell you about some of them too. Like, for example, um, um, just in general, I mean, I, I, I vibe a lot to hip hop. That's kind of like the stuff that always kind of pulled me into that world. But also, you know, uh, my pops, uh, you know, rest in peace. He, he passed away uh, a little while ago now, but he loved music. And, and we're talking about, um, you know, he was very international with his music. So it wasn't just like, you know, uh, cultural, traditional Mexican uh, music. Like, for example, like, of course, like mariachis, like Vicente Fernandez, Rocio Dulca. Uh, we're talking about, um, you know, Los Panchos and, and things of that sort. You know, there's some more modern pop stuff like Shakira and stuff like that. Uh. But, um, you know, he used to love, like, for example, the three tenors, you know. So we, we used to listen to stuff like that or the Gypsy Kings, you know. So I had this, like, um, yeah, like this. Um, diverse. Yeah, it was very, very diverse, like colorful uh, music in the house all the time. And then, of course, like uh, the stuff I used to vibe to uh, were things like, for example, KRS One, you know? Oh. Um, uh, um, you know, uh, folks like uh, Talib Kweli, uh, uh, Most Deaf, um, you know, uh, so as far as like old school hip hop like that, you know, Nas back in the day or Jay Z, for example. Oh, De La Soul, Hieroglyphics, you know, up from the uh, Biggity Bay and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, so yeah, I've always kind of gravitated towards hip hop. So that's definitely something that we were always, um, me and, you know, the crews, um, you know, we would go to hip hop shows and that was part of what we did too, you know, it's like uh, um, have, a, have events, right? Um, with uh, uh, underground hip hop and, and things of that sort too. So yeah, I was always into that, but yeah, music has always been a thing. You know, I don't really play instruments. Um, my, my dad used to play, you know, guitar and uh, uh, piano and you know, I got into the saxophone a little bit myself. Uh, but, um, you know, I always go, always just kind of vibe, uh, especially if it is hip hop. I mean, come on now, let's go, you know? <laughs> yeah, at all, man. You're, 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 we're speaking the same language, man. Right? Because you're, you're class of 96, I'm class of 94. We, we were, that's our yeah. wheelhouse, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, big time. 90s. Uh, myself, uh, like I love the 80s. Era, golden era right there of hip hop, you know, but 80s are also good Absolutely. stuff right there, you know? No, man, you know, I, you know, and I grew up with like Los Bukis. And oh, yeah. My parents, uh, you know, Jose Jose, Luis Miguel. Oh, yeah. Um, Dude, yeah, Los Bukis, I think, are making a comeback, huh? Yeah, like, they're performing this month. I that's think, right. That's the, right. At the, I want to say the stadium in Dallas, that new stadium, the Bank, Bank of California Stadium. Or okay, yeah, down in uh, downtown LA area. Yeah, yeah. Right, right by the Coliseum there. Uh, but yeah, man, that, we, we, you and I, we relate on so many levels, man, you know, and that's, I think music growing up is, uh, you know, one thing that uh, was just part of life, man. You know, oh, big time. And, and, you know, Latinos, Mexicans, we, we love music. We love our, we love having a good time. We love our, um, you know, our movies or, or telenovelas and all right. that. Right. Oh, yeah. You know. Uh, we got to have a little drama in this. <laughs> Come on. You know, a little, a little drama with little sprinkles spice. of love, you know, <laughs> that's the spice of life right there, you know. Oh man, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. What, about, what kind of movies do you like, man? What? Yeah, you know what? I, um, when it comes to movies, I love just kind of, uh, uh, you know, both like kind of like thrillers, but also I just like kind of like 
um, you know, B-rated movies, if you will, you know, like things like, uh, for example, The Big Lebowski, you know, that oh. was one of my favorite classics right there, you know, um, you know, back in the day, of course, like uh, Freddy, any Freddy Cougar movie was freaking awesome, you know, uh, but it's it's a trip how, um, um, what do you call it, um, when I watch some of these uh, horror movies now, I'm like, bro, those graphics weren't even that, <laughs> all that, right? But at the time, I remember as a kid, just like freaking out with little Freddy or Jason, you know? Yeah. Uh, so Chucky. watched a lot of that. Chucky, of course, and uh, um, you know, The Exorcist, you know. Um, so um, I got into a lot of that, but um, you know, also I think just in general, um, you know, I just love watching like uh, like documentaries of just like oh, yeah. cultural stuff, right? So it was kind of a trip how I would go from like one genre to the other, like, you know, back to back. But um, I think um, the Big Lebowski still is one of my favorites. You know, it's just the dude around the dude, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly, with his white Russians and all. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was just watching that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that's a classic, man, classic stuff, man. Um, so, yeah, Hector, as we kind of, you know, get to the home stretch here. Yep, yep. What, what are some... Um, some goals for Valley Views, man. Uh, tell, what's next, man, yeah. for Valley Views? What, what do you see? What's your vision? Maybe give us a, a little glimpse, uh, you know, maybe uh, your six month to a year or in beyond, man. Yeah. What, what do you, where yeah, do you yeah. see yourself? Where do you see Valley Views going? Wow. Well, thanks for that question. I mean, I think um, I really want Valley Views to, to grow to the point where um, it's not just me doing it, you know. Uh, and what I mean by that is, uh, you know, I want other folks, you know, I want to really build a Valley Views crew that's actually, you know, uh, when it's like doing on the spot interviews, it's not just me doing that. You know, let's get some other talent that, you know, has that vision and drive just the way I do and being able to like do that. You know, uh, you can't see him right now, but big shout out right here to uh, Joe right here, who's, uh, you know, filming and doing some other stuff right here for myself and, and really Joe. for Valley Views, right? And, uh, you know, stuff like that, like build uh, capacity. Because one of the things I've learned uh, doing, you know, radio and podcasting in general is that there's a lot of aspects to um, the industry, if you will, right? Uh, from like social media, big shout out to, you know, I got two interns doing social media for uh, Valley Views. So I want to continue to grow that. I want to grow the internship program uh, to have more folks on there. And really, I want to have folks at times where it doesn't have to be like be me uh, interviewing folks, you know. S some Sundays, it could be other folks stepping yeah. into that space. You know, still Valley Views. We'll still be doing the same mission. Uh, of, you know, uplifting other folks and shining a light on them. But, you know, I really would uh, just love to continue to mentor others that want to get into this and be serious about it. And, you know, whatever skills I have that I could teach them so that, you know what, they could even do it better than I can. So that's, that's part of it. Uh, the other big part is being out in the community. Like, uh, you know, we have some new remote broadcasting equipment, so really excited about that. Um, and being out in the community, uh, you know, we're, we're getting ready to do different coverage already out there. And it's been great to partner up with different individuals uh, from, uh, uh, for example, My Valley Pass uh, to the folks from the San Fernando Outdoor Market uh, to the uh, Westfield uh, Fashion Square through uh, My Valley Pass. And so just being able to do things like that, uh, doing some collaborations with um, uh, Meet the 818, Dan Rochelle as well. Uh, she's going to be coming into the studio. And we're going to be up pretty much uh, collaborating to bring others uh, as well. So to me, I just want to continue to expand the collaboration, uh, continue to build a solid team, and really give, just like I've had this opportunity, give other folks opportunities to also shine and have them shine on others, you know? 
Yeah, man, no doubt. It, I think what, it, what you're doing is just, again, I, I can't emphasize it enough. You're doing a beautiful job, man. And, and your whole team, the whole vibe, the entire, uh, you know, force is, just, you guys are becoming a force to be reckoned with. And it's really enjoyable to see your ascent into the stratosphere, man. I'm going to continue no, to, thank you, thank you. to watch and follow you, man. And I know we're going to collaborate in the future, man. Um, last question before we go, man. Who's who are some mentors, some you know influences in your life? Uh, they could be dead, they could be alive, uh, family, it could be friends, anyone. Maybe three people that you would love to sit down with, and have dinner with, just kind of pick their brains, man. Oh wow, that's a that's a good one. Um, you know, I think um, for sure. Um, you know, I wish I had more time with uh, my grandpa. You know. Uh, um, I didn't really get a chance to know him as well, and and I'm talking about my grandpa from uh, my dad's side. Um, you know, he he was an educator. He did all kinds of stuff, and um, you know, unfortunately, I didn't really get a chance to really get to really pick his brain um, as much as um, you know I wish I I would have because I was kind of young when he passed away. Um, luckily, I got a chance to do that with my other grandparents and my grandma, my mama Lydia. Big shout out to her. She's she's still alive and well and thriving. So in that sense. Yeah, that's definitely one person that just wanted to, uh, you know, just touch base with him on life. Like, what was life like? Uh, you know, what what got him through certain parts of his life and journey? And uh, what this, you know, what made him kind of thrive and also, like, um, drive his um, ways of doing things, you know? So that's definitely one person. Um, another person, I, I think, just in general, we're talking about, like, more like just, uh, like, historical, if you will, you know? Um, I think... Uh, for me personally, like uh, C uh, Cesar E. Chavez, you know, um, I think, um, you know, he was a great organizer, a good uh, person of the of the movement, right? Um, he brought in Mexicans and Filipinos together uh, here in California and other places, of course. And, uh, you know, he really, um, you know, was inspired a lot by uh, Mohandas Gandhi. So, I, you know, like just trying to get to know that person and that individual, both as a uh, person, individual, family man. Uh, as a organizer, as a leader, as a motivator. I mean, he was a lot of things. You can't really box him in into one thing. He was a creative. Uh, and more, more than anything, he was a collaborative. Uh, he collaborated with so many folks, you know, uh, to, to spark that movement, of course, along with Dolores Huerta. And so, sure. but, you know, like, um, it, it would be great to like, have a sit down with him, of course, you know. That would be just a lovely conversation. But more importantly, like, I could only imagine, like, how much I would be able to learn, you know as well yeah. um and you know if i had to go with one last and third person kobe bryant oh you know um r.i.p you know he passed away early in 2020 i get and, kobe a uh, lot you know and and um, i think you know to me i i really would want to and you know i've seen a bunch of his interviews you know i've seen a bunch of like uh kind of um after he he kind of retired where he was already yeah. doing some of that but that's the kobe bryant that i really would want to get to know better you know um, not not the player, the individual, but more like the person after that retirement, because to me, I felt like he he was entering his own like like a new golden era he was, of, of creativity, and uh, you know so you know he he left a lot there, but I, at the same time, I think he just like he left it all in the court like that last game, you know. Yeah. Um, I think um, he kind of did that to his last day, you know. So um, yeah, I would I would go with Kobe, you know. Wow. As well. A beautiful list, man. Beautiful. No, I love that question. I love that question because I get a lot of different uh, answers, man. I get a lot of different answers, and 
Uh, it's just interesting to see who you know who who are uh, some of those influences, those those mentors that people look up to. You know, really brilliant people that uh, such as yourself and and my other guests and you know who do they look up to? It's kind of cool to see who who, who do they kind of you know uh, follow after and who are they influenced by. So um, yeah, man, thank you for that list, man. And um, Hector, man, before we go, where can the good people follow you? Where can they find you? Where can they find Valley Views? Go ahead and plug. All your stuff, man. Cool, cool, cool. Yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, we're, we're the most active on Instagram, of course. Uh, follow us there. Valley Views SFV, as in San Fernando Valley. Uh, we're on uh, SoundCloud. That's where we archive all of our podcasts, including double A's. Uh, and for that one, you can go to SoundCloud. Uh, there we're just uh, Valley Views. Um, and, uh, you know, we're on Facebook, uh, Valley Views SFV. Uh, we got our Twitter account, same thing, Valley Views SFV. Uh, we do have our uh, Radio Olin uh, dot uh, org a website where you can find the rest of our programs when it comes to KROJ and our KROJ platform is at Olin KROJ <laughs> there it is I love it man hey man thank you so much for coming down here Joe thank you brother appreciate you appreciate all the Valley Views your whole staff your everybody the whole team and uh, yeah man let's do this again uh, let's continue let's, like, go. Uh, let's continue to collaborate man and uh, you know I I can't, uh, I can't thank you enough, man, yeah. for taking the time. So, ladies and gentlemen, go follow my man, Hector Perez Roman, Valley Views, SFV, Radio Olin, 101.5. There FM. it is. FM. He's doing big things in the community. This man right here is on his way up, and uh, he's, he's going to continue to do big things. So, go check him out. Go check out Valley Views, and uh, go follow him. Give him a follow. Thanks again, brother, for coming on. Oh, much love to you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Anytime, man. Anytime, brother. There you have it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Hector Perez Roman, Valley Views. I am your host, Double A. Don't forget to check us out on Profile Pod TV on the so on uh, the Social Nostra Network. Go to Roku. Check us out on Pod TV. Check us out on IGTV. Check us out all over social media. And don't forget, we're on Twitter. I'm on Clubhouse. Leave me a rate review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Instagram. There's more more content coming, so you're not going to want to miss out. For Hector Perez Roman, Valley Views SFE. For Joe in the back, thank you for being here, brother. Much appreciated. I'm Double Eight, your host of Profile Pod, reminding you to always take it easy. Peace. Thanks again, brother. Yeah. Earn your degree in less than 12 months for under